Let the adventure begin with Chris Stinker Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 55. I am your host, Chris Danker, and I don't know about you, but I cannot believe that the first half of 2023 is almost done. Holy smokes, Batman, where did the first half of the year go? I don't know about you, but it has just absolutely flown. And so with the beginning of July and the start of the second half of the year, um, this is a great time to start building in some really great habits. So I'm going to talk about six different areas that I'm going to implement as a July challenge and invite you to come along for the ride and jump in with me. These areas include movement, hydration, healthier eating habits, reading, connecting with yourself, and connecting with someone else. So again, I'm going to go through these six areas and just talk about different ways that they might resonate with you and fit into your life, whatever stage that you're in. And like I said, at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you a way to track how you do throughout the month. So the first one is movement. Now there's a lot of ways that we can think about movement, but I want to um, challenge you to get in 20 minutes of a day of movement, whether that's going for a walk, yoga, swimming, going for a bike ride, heck, playing with your kids. That is, um, that's a workout in and of itself. My husband and I having two grandsons, one which who is three and is very active. He gives us a workout every time that we hang out. So, you know, think about what is a way that you can get 20 minutes of movement in a day. Or maybe it could be a step goal for you. What's something that is realistic but will push you? So for example, I'm going to uh, make it a goal to get 10,000 steps a day in at least 15 times during the month of July. In addition to getting in at least 20 minutes a day of some kind of movement. So movement is our first area. The second is to hydrate. Uh, all of us do not hydrate nearly enough. And it's difficult to think about, um, gosh, how many glasses of water have I had today and counting them out. Uh, get yourself some kind of water jug. Like for example, maybe you have a 17 ounce water bottle just already at home, or I also have a 40 ounce Stanley and I'm going to focus on trying to drink two of those a day. That will give me 80 ounces. Uh, most times people, uh, different studies that I've read advise getting at least eight glasses of water or 64 ounces a day. Um, so figure out an easy way to track that. Uh, maybe it would be easy for you to have just one glass and tally mark somewhere every time you drink a glass of water. So hydration is the second area. The third is eat healthier. Now, I'm a person who loves my sweets, so I'm not giving up sweets and I wouldn't ask anyone to do so. What I am asking all of us to do, really I'm pointing the, the, pointing all of the fingers right at me, is to add more fruits and vegetables to what I eat. 
And um, we're supposed to get somewhere between five and nine servings of fruits and vegetables a day. I know I'm nowhere near that. So I'm going to shoot for three to five and maybe even up that to four to six as I go throughout the month of July, just to see if I can incorporate eating more fruits and vegetables in my diet while also enjoying my sweets. The next one, number four, is to read more. Um, I don't think a lot of us read nearly enough, it, but it could be a, a newsletter. I subscribe to a few um, newsletters via email and I get those daily. I kind of pick and choose which ones. There are a few that I read every single day and each one is maybe three to five minutes each. Um, so it could be newsletters. It could be articles like, you know, reading a blog post at christinedanker.com. I don't know. May- maybe. Um, also, it could be book reading. Um, for a challenge for myself, I am utilizing my public library and I'm going to read a different book each week. I am a slow reader, so I don't know that I will get through one book a week, but I'm going to give it a shot and see how it goes. But make it manageable for yourself. Uh, if you're like, boy, 30 minutes a day, a day of reading, no way. But if I did 10 minutes, three times a day, maybe that's something that I could do. So figure out what's something that will work for you and pick a, a type of reading material that you enjoy. Quick hitter, like I said, newsletters or articles. Or if you like a longer read, um, give yourself a, a book that you've been wanting to read or that's been sitting on your shelf. Or like I said, go visit your public library. Tons and tons of options to um, make it so that it's not going to break the bank. Number five is to connect with yourself at the beginning and the end of the day. And I know that's really hard depending upon what stage of your life that you're in, but even giving yourself 10 minutes at the beginning of your day and five minutes of the at the end of your day is not too much to ask of yourself so that you're connecting with yourself on a daily basis. So that could be maybe at the beginning of the day, a 10 minute guided meditation. Maybe it's a Bible study. Um, there are a lot of great apps out there uh, on that. You can do a daily Bible study if you're interested in doing that. Um, it, it could be journaling for 10 minutes, just starting your day. And you might say, Oh, Chris, I don't have 10 minutes. Yes, you do. Get yourself up, set your alarm 10 minutes before your kids usually get up. I know sometimes our kids, uh, especially when you have littles, they're unpredictable as to when they get up. But if you have kind of an average time as to you know that they're usually up by 6.30, get yourself up at 6.15. Give yourself five minutes to kind of wake up, 10 minutes to do something for yourself before you roll into the busyness of your day. And then also at the end of the day, Spend a few minutes reflecting on what went well today. What did you, what is one thing that you enjoyed the most out of your day before you turn the lights off and go to sleep for the evening? So I think it's really important for us to connect with ourselves every single day. Like I said, I'm not asking for us to do, you know, hours upon hours because I know we don't have it. But if you give yourself 10 minutes at the beginning, five minutes at the end, that really does a lot for your your overall um, self-care. 
And last but not least, number six, also a way of connecting is connect with someone else. If you have a partner, find a way to connect with your partner every single day. Again, you might be saying this is impossible, but no, it is not. At the end of the day, when you are getting ready to do that self-reflection, connecting with yourself, talk, have a conversation with your partner for five minutes before you both turn in. Talk about the highs and the lows of the day. Just um, again, I know that if you're in the phase of your life where you are in it with your kids going all over the place, or if you have littles and they occupy so much of your time, I understand, I get it, but don't disconnect with your partner because sometimes we take our partners for granted and it's important to connect with each other. Again, just talking about your day. What did you do today? What was the best part of your day? What was maybe the worst part of your day? And just having those sessions where you're um, just having a conversation just means so much for your, your relationship. And then, you know, maybe build in a date night once a week. And that doesn't have to be like a date night without your kids. It can be where you and your family that you go to the park and while the kids are playing, you have a conversation, you grab a coffee, you have a conversation while your kids are playing at the park or at a splash pad. Maybe it's taking your kids for a walk. They're in the stroller. If you have littles, you're having a conversation with your partner. It can work. Sometimes you just have to be a little creative. If you're not, if you don't have a partner, um, I want to invite you to connect. And even if you do have a partner, find someone to connect with every day for the month. It could be sending them a text saying, Hey, I was just thinking about you today. I hope you have an awesome day. Boom. That took less than a minute to connect with someone. Having a, a conversation via phone call, maybe FaceTiming a loved one who lives far away from you. It could be sending someone a piece of snail mail. People still enjoy getting mail that is not a bill. I guarantee it. They will open up going, oh my gosh, there is actually a note from someone and not someone wanting money from me. Um, you know, there are different ways that we can connect with others. Also, you know, having a coffee with a friend every once in a while or going out for lunch or again, taking a stroll and having a conversation, but find a way to connect with others. So like I said, maybe all six of these, you're like, ooh, this is overwhelming. I cannot commit to all six of these. Cool. Pick two or three of them that you can commit to. So again, those areas are movement, hydration, eating healthier, reading, connecting with yourself, and then connecting with others. If you want a way to track this, I am putting together a spreadsheet all you need to do is send me an email at gettoit11 at gmail.com. That email address is also in the show notes. Um, and I will share the link of the spreadsheet with you. You'll just need to copy it and then personalize it so that it fits what you want to do throughout the month of July. If the podcast resonates with you, I would love it if you gave it a positive review. That's how others will discover it more easily. Also, if you want to connect on the socials, that info is in the show notes, but I hang out a lot on Instagram. You can find me there and follow me at christine.danker. 
Thanks for dropping in. And until next week, let your adventure begin. Peace.